Welcome back. I am Kim Munson, and we are having a conversation with Douglas Bruce. Uh, Douglas Bruce was the architect of TABOR, the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, which was an amendment to the Constitution here in Colorado that was passed in 1992. So, Douglas Bruce, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kim. And there seems to be a real assault on TABOR, the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, by PBIs, politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties that would like to be taking more of everyday, hardworking people's money. So let's set this up. What is TABOR exactly, Douglas? TABOR is an acronym for the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights. makes reference to a famous figure in Colorado history, Senator Horace Tabor. You've heard of the Tabor Center and various uh, streets called Tabor. Um, This is the Taxpayer's Bill of Rights because it's a bill of rights for the individual taxpayer. And the foremost premise of the Tabor Amendment is to implement in practical legal terms the phrase from the Declaration of Independence called the consent of the governed. Thomas Jefferson said government exists by consent of the governed. And what we're saying in Colorado, we implement that in a practical financial way, that if the government wants a bigger share of our money, they have to get our permission because it's our money. We allow government to grow every year automatically by effectively inflation plus population so that the government services remain constant in terms of uh, inflation-adjusted dollars for an increasing population. But if they want to take more than that and have government be a bigger share of the economic pie, they have to get our permission in a ballot issue. Well, and uh, it seems like it's just good manners to... Uh, have to get consent of the governed, as you mentioned. Consent is pretty darn important. But why is there such an assault on uh, Tabor, the Taxpayer Bill of Rights? What we hear is the government needs more money, that we need more money for roads, that we need more money for education. Uh, How do you um, combat that narrative, Douglas Bruce? With the truth. (laughs) We simply tell people the truth, which is, the government grows automatically. It's on autopilot, but if it wants a bigger share, if it says it has this wonderful new program, I mean, don't we have enough government programs already? But if it wants to propose a new program and hire more bureaucrats, they can do so, and they can do so either by taking the money from some of their existing programs, heaven forbid they should be more efficient, um, or they can say we want a bigger share by raising your taxes. And the citizens whose money it is get to make that final decision. And I've heard this my whole life. I've been involved in politics for 50 years, 50, five, zero. And people uh, always say the government needs more money. When the government, when Tabor passed, total state government spending was $9 billion, $9 billion with a B is in bankruptcy. It is now, 26 years later, it is $41 billion. It's a 354% increase, and they're still not satisfied. They will never be satisfied. Um, people who think that the government needs to do more and spend more, 
It's a zero-sum game. The more money for the government, the less money for your family. So we have to make that final decision because it's our money, it's our family, it's our freedom, it's our future. Well, and that is for sure. 354% increase since uh, Tabor, the Taxpayer Bill of Rights, was put into the Colorado Constitution. Now, there is something that is going to be on the ballot this November. Those ballots are going to be mailed out in mid-October. It's called Proposition CC. It was referred by the state uh, state legislature to the ballot. And basically, it is, uh, my understanding, is asking that we give up our our tax refunds above that generous generous formula of population plus inflation that we give up those tax refunds uh forever they never would have have to ask us again is that correct douglas yes it's very scary that people would do that it passed in the legislature there was only, they only found one republican they were obsessed with saying it was a bipartisan issue so they found one republican stooge dupe named Senator Priola, um, and he was led around by the nose to support this idea that we should vote to give up our right to vote forever. That that is uh, the most un-American, disgusting power grab I have seen in those 50-plus years that I've been in politics. They would ask people to, in effect, vote themselves back into slavery, that state government spending would grow without limit forever. Well, and, it, it, and, and you can't do that. I'm a recovering attorney, among other things, and you can't have a statute, which is what this is, that overrides the Constitution. You can't have a statute take away people's constitutional rights. Now. All you truck drivers and waitresses and house painters out there, you know that. The the First Amendment we've heard about a lot, the First Amendment and the federal constitution, is not something that's subject to being repealed in an election. Um, And the same is true for the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights. If you don't want the refund, vote against the refund, or vote to let other people who need the money have their refund, and you can take your refund check and tear it up if you want. Uh, if, if you think that the government can spend your money better than you can. But I don't think most people believe that. And that's why they should go to the website that I've set up, votenocc.com. V-O-T-E-N-O-C-C.com. And they will get more information than they can absorb at one sitting, but it'll give them information about many arguments against it. But the main argument against this is not economic. It isn't about finances. It isn't about dollars. It's about your freedom, your right to vote. You think about all the Americans who have, (coughs) sorry, who have died since the Revolutionary War to defend our right to vote. And these people in Denver want to take it away from you by tricking you. And you need to get outraged and hand out those flyers that are listed at that website. And a hundred flyers printed on two sides cost you a dollar for paper. And you should go out and hand out a hundred every day or hand out Mm -hmm. 
500 a week or whatever. We've only got about six weeks left uh, in this election. People are going to get their ballots in three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. And we need to get people to get involved, not leave it up to Kim and Doug to spread the word. They need to spread the word. Right. Everybody needs to do something. If, in fact, and we have a responsibility to pass on something good to the next generation, and quite frankly, to pass on and, and, and taking away their right to vote, that is not good. And uh, that's what this Proposition CC does. Now, you know what, Douglas, I need you to explain this to me, because this is just a proposition. This is not an amendment to the Constitution. This is no. just a statute. So it's this illegal. Is, it's, it's illegal. It is, I can tell you, uh, it is illegal. as a recovering attorney, I spent one infamous session in the state legislature those people there do not care about the Constitution. They do not care about your rights. They just want to get their hands on your money so they can spend it paying off the lobbyists and other special interests who put them in office to keep them in office. They, they are scoundrels. I'm just saying that. As I, I won't get into a, yeah, a related yeah. topic. No, we, yeah, we want to stay yeah, focused on, on, uh, on what that issue is. And it is unvirtuous to stomp all over the Constitution like this, because uh, this is a proposition. This is not an amendment to the Constitution. And the only way to change the Constitution is an amendment. Now, I do think, Douglas, that there is a movement uh, going on right now that next year they are really going to try to uh, have an amendment to get rid of um, Tabor, probably, and it's couched around Amendment 23 and the Gallagher Amendment as well. But well, what uh, I they're think... going to do is they're going to let this be done by their stooges uh, in the private sector, who are basically lobbyists for bigger government and more spending, and they're going to do it through a petition drive. And they're, in effect, abusing the petition drive. They're having a petition drive to take away the Tabor Amendment, which gives people the right to vote. Well, that's the purpose of every petition, is to put something on the ballot to give people the right to vote. And they're turning the petition process upside down to have a petition for us to vote ourselves back into slavery, where we don't have the right to vote. Well, and I submit to you, Douglas, that one of the reasons that Colorado has had a good economy is because of Tabor, the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, because it has at least kept a check on government growing, growing, growing. And uh, as, as we see what's going on down at the legislature, also what we see going on at the local level, also these special districts, uh, we see that across the spectrum that uh, PBIs, politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties want, as you say, more and more of our money. And if people are able to keep, you know, the bulk of their earnings and spend that the way they want to, they're more efficient, it's better for the economy, and they are able to thrive and prosper as individuals. Well, U.S. News and World Report uh, does a national survey every year, and they said Colorado has the best economy, number one, in the country. And Colorado but not by coincidence, is the only state that currently has the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights in its Constitution. It took nine elections, nine, to get it into the Constitution. And now they want to say, having claimed that it would ruin the state and been proven that their statements are false, now they want us to say, well, never mind that we uh, told you that Colorado would be closed for business and things would collapse 
never mind, we now want all this prosperity, all the surplus, to come into our politicians' pockets. We don't want you to benefit from that prosperity. We Never mind that we didn't tell you the truth, and now we want your money. Wow. You know, Douglas, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the ballot language on that. You know that stuff is really important. And uh, I think that the ballot language is very deceptive. So let's go to break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the show, and I'm having a conversation with Douglas Bruce. Douglas Bruce was the author of TABOR, the Taxpayer's Bill of Rights, which is an amendment to the Constitution here in Colorado. It was passed in 1992, and the real purpose was is that uh, to protect the taxpayers, that they should, in essence, be able to keep most of the fruits of their labor. And if, in fact, PBIs, politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties wanted to make the case for raising taxes or incurring debt or keeping our tax refunds above a generous formula of population plus inflation. They just needed to get our consent. They just needed to ask us. Well, they are coming after it. This particular election here in November, Proposition CC referred by the state legislature to the ballot, and it is trying to overturn an amendment with a statute. You can't do that. That's not legal. But Douglas Bruce, the language that this is, it's very brilliant in a diabolical way because it's not the truth. Tell us about the ballot language. The ballot language begins with three words, quote, without raising taxes, close quote, without raising taxes. That means supposedly it's not going to cost you any more money. And when they put this on the ballot in May, they're... um, economists in the legislature thought that uh, that was a true statement. But then they did another quarterly survey, and they saw that state revenue, because of our prosperity, was growing much faster than it was allowed to grow, and we were in the next three years going to have excess taxation of $1.3 billion, billion with a B as in bankruptcy. Now, they're growing over a billion dollars a year automatically, but this was $1.3 billion above that. And therefore, when the government takes your refunds that you're entitled to by law, by the Constitution, that, that is a tax increase because at the end of the year you pay more in total taxes than if you got to keep your money. And so it's an absolute lie. They lie all the time, every day up there. That's what made me so disgusted at the legislative proceedings. If people talk about lying politicians, well, this is the prime example, and people should not reward their lies, and that's why people need to vote no on double C. Well, and to that, uh, the... uh those that are trying to push forward this proposition, CC, and, and the question on the ballot will be whether or not we will uh, give up our right to vote on let the government keep our excess tax refunds forever. So we're not only speaking for ourselves, we're speaking for the next generation. And there's something right. unvirtuous about that. You're doing something to take away the rights of your children, your grandchildren, your neighbor's children, um, everybody in Colorado forever. And that's, in effect, when you take away people's right to vote, you're putting them back into slavery. 
Well, the other thing that is uh, a bit deceptive, uh, dishonest might be the word, and that is, is those that are pushing for uh, approval of Proposition CC are saying that this, uh, this additional money that they'll keep instead of giving it back to us, will go to education, it will go to uh, transportation. These are things that, that everyday people, it, they're concerned about it, it affects them. But in essence, Casey Becker, who, Representative Becker, uh, was on the floor who, of, of the House down here and said, well, we cannot actually make promises for how future legislatures would spend that money. And so while they say it would go to transportation and education, they can't make sure that that happens. So that's deceptive also, Douglas Bruce. Well, what's important is K.C. Becker, those are her initials, K.C., um, she is making a promise. That's what a ballot title is. It's a promise as to what the measure would do. And she's saying she can't make a promise that's binding against the next generation of politicians. And... Therefore, it's not really binding on their promises to the voters. They, they are not telling the voters the truth. And we have experience with that because 14 years ago, in 2005, we had a ballot issue called C. This is now double C. They're doubling down on it. And issue, referendum C in 2005 said it was a five-year timeout. Five. Count it on your fingers. Five years. And they are still taking away our refunds 14 years later. So it wasn't a five-year timeout. It was, without their telling us this, an attempt to amend the Constitution by a statute, which you pointed out correctly, they cannot do. So, And they, they made the same promise for the same spending programs. They said it was for roads and education. They said it was for roads to get, try to get Republican votes. And they said it was for education to get the votes of the teachers' union and people like that. And the money, of course, is not going for education. It's going for pay raises. And just because you pay a teacher $5,000 more doesn't make him a 10% better teacher. But at least with Rhodes, other reason Republicans sort of like it, is they can see at least some road work, no matter how inefficient and how wasteful and how long it takes, there is at least something tangible that you can see. The rest of the money is going to one-half of 1% 1 of the population, the, the tax refunds for from 5.5 million Colorado citizens are going to half of 1% of the population that have political influence. Well, and and to that point regarding, I think that I think that most people would like to see more money to get into the classroom. Uh, I think does, this is not one dollar for one child. Not one child exactly. get one dollar out of this. Exactly, and that, that even assumes that the more you spend on government programs, the better the results. And we all know from the federal, state, and local level that that's not true. Government has got a glut of money, and it ends up wasting it because it would never, on its own, unless it's required by the Constitution, give the money back to the citizens. Well, and my understanding in the education realm, and, and this is a kind of, I'm, well, I think it's an important for people to understand that when we have raised taxes, quote-unquote, for education, that it's gone to grow administration. 
instead of actually getting to teachers. Here, here's a very simple fact, which is becoming true in almost every school district in Colorado. A majority of the employees are not teachers. The only part of education that uh, causes learning for students is the part that interacts between teachers and students. All these administrators and deputy assistant principals for curriculum and so on, these are people making six-figure salaries, and they don't teach one student. They don't see one student at all. They're just part of the bureaucracy. And plus benefits and, and also then uh, uh, para-retirement re- as well, which that's oh, upside down. para-retirement, it's a, it's a scandal that is uh, slowly beginning to uh, implode because we have the state talk about deficit spending. The state has a deficit of over $30 billion, with a B, $30 billion in unfunded promises that it made. That's more broken promises uh, to fund their overly generous pensions for people. They made promises that they couldn't keep, but the politicians didn't care because four or eight years later they were going to be out of office, and this is a ticking time bomb that's going to implode on the state budget in 20 years. But the money here is not going for that directly, but the government can shift the money anytime it wants. And I don't say this as somebody that has any uh, anger against teachers. My mother, father, and brother were all public school teachers. and But I know that there's been an explosion of spending because it's good politics for Democrats, just like spending more on roads is good politics, supposedly, for Republicans. But they want to take some two totally unrelated topics and do a political backroom deal and say, well, I'll give you this many billion for roads if you give me this many billions for and, uh, and it's not necessarily yeah it's not necessarily roads uh, they say transportation we well, that har- includes transit transit yep. means buses it means you got uh, trains you can have trains that, that have ninety uh, percent of the seats are empty and uh, we're supposed to pay for it because it's politically correct. And, and also, just think about when I was headed over to the station this morning, I saw uh, several buses that went uh, went past with not a person on them. So you talk about uh, the environmental um, concerns about running empty buses and empty trains. But, Douglas Bruce, we are just about out of time. And this website is votenocc.com. There is a flyer with 14 points there. I would recommend that people get get up to speed on that. And talk with all of your friends, your family. Make sure that they go out and vote this particular election season. Get those ballots in and vote no on CC. Douglas Bruce, your final thought. We need mass distribution, and they need to not just read the flyer that says 14 points, but print it out and print out the state spending chart, which shows the enormous increase in state government spending, 354% in the 25 years since Tabor passed. And uh, they need to print that out to people and multiply. If 100 people give out 100 flyers, that's 10,000. 
And if those 10,000 people give out 100 flyers, that's 1 million flyers. And we will defeat this nasty, un-American, uh, vicious, dishonest ballot issue Proposition CC. Okay, well, Douglas Bruce, thank you so much, and thank you for um, being the architect of Tabor, the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights. It has been a great thing for Colorado, and we need to protect it. So thank you so much.